interest in the following audio recording produced by Chesterton House, a center for Christian studies at Cornell University. Support for Chesterton House comes entirely from listeners like you, and we invite you to help us continue making the recordings of past lectures available at no cost through a donation to the ministry. You can find additional resources and make a donation at www.chestertonhouse.org. This audio recording is copyrighted and unauthorized duplication is prohibited. Let's have some, uh, some questions that you might have. Uh, anyone? Right, Doug? So when, <clears throat> so when someone does something to me and uh, I forgive them, but yet I still don't trust them, it's, it's unclear to me many times, have I really forgiven them? How do I know? Take your blood pressure. Um, you can generally, we can generally tell uh, when we are still angry with somebody. Anger rises in us a little like bile. I think the number of occasions in which we would be able to drop our anger against somebody but might not still trust them is perhaps not so very large and um, we may not be in that predicament so very often, but I think it does happen, and especially in close relationships like parents and children. And it may be that I have kidded myself uh, about forgiving somebody. I think I have dropped my anger against this person and haven't. Our own capacity for self-deception is fathomless. I know that. So it's a very good question. It may be that um, my refusal to trust somebody is still a function of my anger. Or it may be that my refusal to trust somebody is a function of my prudence. And it may be that I'm going to need a little guidance from a wise friend to know which is which. And even then, I might not get it entirely straight. It's a really good question. A question about the third party situation. There are occasions when you hear people say, uh, I forgive you for what you've done to so-and-so. Now maybe that's somebody who's very close to you. And I think hidden in there is your forgiveness for what that impacted on you. But do you really have a right or is there any appropriateness to expect that that person, the offender, will think that you have forgiven for that other person? Yeah. There are two or three really good questions in there. And the first and biggest is, uh, does any of us is any of us in a position to uh, forgive offenses of a third party against a second party? Generally speaking, no, in my judgment. In fact, Jesus' willingness to do that was a sign of an audacious claim to divinity. Only God can forgive third party sins. Jesus claimed to be able to do it and had the right to claim it. I think, that generally speaking, we 
uh, do not. There are exceptions. If the offended party is somebody who cannot speak for herself, but for whom we have responsibility, an infant, um, a disabled sister, uh, we may be in a position to express as a proxy on that person's behalf uh, forgiveness of an offender. But I believe that that would be relatively rare, and it would be an exception. In general, the only uh, person we are going to forgive if God enables us and our craft works is somebody who has directly offended us, generally speaking. I have a question with, so if one of my close friends does something that hurts me and I can logic through the situation and let go of my anger at the person, but the hurt still lingers just because it was something that hurt me and the hurt doesn't just disappear, what, where in that spectrum between letting go of anger and the hurt fading does forgiveness happen? Yeah. Great question. Um, The hurt can't outlast the anger, which is exactly what you're testifying to. And it's one of the reasons why when we have uh, forgiven somebody in obedience to our Lord, um, in union with Christ, we've dropped our anger, but the hurt persists. It's one of the reasons why we don't feel as free as we used to to laugh with this person or share secrets with this person or to be with this person as freely as we used to be. Uh, in due course, in many cases, not in all, but in many cases, the hurt, especially if the offender is uh, repentant, considerate, aware of the hurt that she has caused, um, can describe the hurt that she has caused when she says how sorry she is that she has caused it, um, that hurt can start to fade. Uh, some of the time it can fade almost entirely and become only a, a memory without the same uh, charge to it that it had when the injury was fresh. Depends a lot on how bad the injury was, how long the pain persists, and how long the forgiveness journey takes. Uh, somebody um, loses his temper and says something unkind to you, that may be uh, something that can be resolved in the near term or the midterm. Somebody um, assaults your child or kills your child. Now we have something that's going to take a supernatural miracle, and it's going to take time. And the pain from it may never go away. It may not be as awful and as fresh as it was in the week or the month or the year immediately following. I think it would be a rare...